Welcome to the last 8% morning. This is JP Palu Fry. It's so fantastic to be with you today. In today's session, are you struggling to have the relationships you want or live the life you want to lead or have the career you want? First, know you are not alone. Many struggle building these three things. But have you ever wondered why that is? Why do we struggle? In this episode, we introduce to you season two of the podcast and we continue our journey of uncovering the insights and skills that we need to get more out of life, to live more courageously, with less regret, and build the best version of ourselves. Let's walk. Out walking, feeling our feet on the ground, Standing tall, looking around, feeling grateful. Marcus Aurelius said, When you arise in the morning, think of what a precious privilege it is to be alive, to breathe, to think, to enjoy, to love. It is so great to be back with you. I am so excited about season two. There is so much exciting and important material to cover. But we start as always with walking and tuning into our body and belly. So just feel your body as you are moving. Feeling your feet on the ground. Feeling your belly rise and fall. Just be in your body. And then a thought comes into your head about something that happened in the past or a plan for the day. Just let go of that for now. There will be plenty of time to think about all of those things. Instead, just really be present in the moment, in our bodies, feeling our belly rise and fall, feeling grateful to be alive. If you are a long-time listener, you know that we start by doing mindfulness, by bringing mindfulness to movement. It's a different approach. Some people struggle with sitting meditation. And so... This is an option, an alternative that many people find an easier way into bringing mindfulness into their lives. And I'm absolutely not against sitting meditation. I do a fair amount of it. But for me, this is 
a great part of how I start my day. And so it's just great to be with you today as you are walking. It's great to guide you and just be with you. Remember, mindfulness is not trying to get anywhere, not trying to change anything. It's just to be present with what is. We're trying to change our relationship to whatever it is we are experiencing so that we can be with ever more difficult, what we call last 8% situations in our life. The ones that we normally find that we struggle with, that causes us to avoid or to make a mess. And so we build this muscle of mindfulness so that during the day, we have access to some strength and a resource inside that allows us to be more courageous, more confident, a better version of ourself. And we've all touched that before in our lives at some point. And the great news is that we can more frequently touch that if we bring a plan which is what this podcast and this whole Last 8% project is all about. We want to bring a plan to you so that you can systematically develop the insights and tools to help you manage your emotions and manage yourself in a way so that you can step in and you can show up as the best version of yourself. It is so exciting to be here and I cannot tell you how much I've enjoyed producing this podcast and doing this work and I'm just so glad you're here with us. So why do this podcast? Well, you know, as we're moving now from mindfulness of belly and body, we'll move to mindfulness of the idea of the day, which is really an introduction of season two. Why do this podcast? Well, you might be like most people, someone who struggles having the relationships, the life, the career you want. And so something gets in the way. And there's many reasons, many things that can get in the way. But a big one that we know from our research is that we, when we face our difficult situations, we can, what we call last 8% situations, we can avoid or make a mess. And when we do, we feel bad about this. And so it diminishes our confidence. And it also impacts how people view us. And it gets in the way of our career and important relationships. And it doesn't have to be this way. That we have a choice in how we develop our brain, develop our skills, so that we can see our difficult situations differently. We can manage our challenging circumstances differently. And so the last 8% morning sets you up with a routine so you can live more courageously with less regret and build this best version of yourself. And it's so that we can start to use our most difficult moments as opportunities to transform. What do I mean by that? Well, We just all face challenges in life. You do, I do, we all do. And some of these challenges are something that is happening to us and we can feel like victims. We can feel powerless. We can become passive and lose energy. That's common. 
And we all fall into that at times. But we know in our research that some of us can also see that we have a choice, that we can choose to meet our most difficult situations head on and see these last 8% situations as required to create better versions of ourselves. In this podcast, I want to encourage you to be that someone who is not only not afraid to meet their most difficult situations head on, but again, sees them as required to create that better version of themselves. This is what it means to be a last eight percenter. When we do that, we move from being passive or indecisive, anxious, to maybe still feeling anxious, but being able to sit with being anxious, having a different relationship to being anxious or whatever emotion we're experiencing, and also be, at the same time, more decisive, more active, more courageous, who takes control and responsibility and has a different way that they approach the world, a different way they show up. So ask yourself, how do you want to be remembered when you come to the end of your life? As someone who accepted the challenge, and it could be, you know, this pandemic or whatever challenge it is that you are facing and built new skills and became a better version or someone who became passive and didn't challenge themselves. I think you know the answer. That's why you're here. In so doing, we move from being a victim where we see that things are happening to us to being a last eight percenter, a hero, a heroine, a person of strength and courage who sees every challenge as that opportunity to transform who does not live with regret. I cannot tell you how excited I am to get going on season two. And in keeping with the tradition of constantly adapting and making this better, remember this started over 24 years ago working with Olympic athletes. We've made some small tweaks to our approach. We'll still follow a BIG structure, which in season one was get up, make your bed. That's the first B. Then go for a walk, pay attention to your belly and body. Then two eyes, identity and idea of the day. And we would choose one or the other. And then goals or gratitude. So we're going to follow, that's going to be the some of the bones of the structure, but we're going to add a little bit, a little bit to the front end, a little bit to the back end. So before I tell you what those changes are, first a story about a trap that I constantly fall into. Most mornings I would wake, and as I just wake up, without moving, I would meditate in place for five or ten minutes, or sometimes longer. Then I would get up, make the bed, get ready for my walk. But I found that as I was preparing, I would, and this is totally fine, I would sneak a look at my phone to see if I received a text from my children who are grown now and live away, and I just want to check to make sure they're okay. And so, you know, so far, so good. The problem would come, however, when I would wait for the kettle to boil or went to the bathroom, I would want to do something with my attention and my time. So I would take a quick look again at my phone and at the latest news stories. And I need to come clean here. I am a political news junkie. And if there was a debate the night before, I couldn't wait to get on some of my favorite news websites and see the commentary 
and see the fallout. I knew it wasn't the best thing for me, but I always justified it by thinking, okay, I'll read just a little bit, a little bit of pleasure for two or three minutes. But of course, those two or three minutes often became 20 minutes pretty darn fast. And as we all know, the ready access to the news on our phone is quite addictive. So I've changed this part of my morning routine just a little bit, and I'm going to embed that into our last 8% morning. So instead now, I'm going to have a small book at the ready that I can read for those five minutes where, you know, I'm looking to fill time as opposed to looking at my phone so that I don't get hooked by the news. Something that will inspire me and make me think a little deeper about things. So as part of the format for the last 8% morning, we're going to have a book club, like a different kind of book club. What do I mean by that? Well, you can choose a book that you've been looking to read for a long time that you find inspiring, or I'm going to recommend a book each month. Either one is fine. You make the choice. But this is a book that, you know, maybe you find particularly inspiring. And so for those five minutes, as opposed to getting hooked into the phone, have that book at the ready. Now, you might be wondering if you're a first-time listener, why am I making such a big deal about not reading the news first thing in the morning? Well, there's nothing wrong with the news in general. But just not when you first get up because our brain is not ready for it. And you know this if you're a long-time listener. It spikes cortisol, which is a stress hormone. And we're going to talk about more about cortisol in another episode. But it's one of the reasons that we can get easily burned out is having too much cortisol too early. So instead, take five minutes and read a book that really inspires you in the morning before you go for your walk. And so... For this month, I'm going to suggest we read a classic that I've been meaning, meaning to read for so long. It's, the book is called When Things Fall Apart by Pema Chodron. And she's a monk, an 80-year-old monk. Um, I've read a bunch of her books. And this is one, this is kind of her best known. And I think it fits, given where we're at right now as we're moving into an election in the U.S. and lots of change, lots of uncertainty. It feels like the pandemic numbers are coming back a bit. This might be a really good number for us to change our, help us change our relationship to the challenging situations that we face. So order this book if you don't have it, which I don't, you know, I don't expect you would, and read five minutes a day. Or choose something that you find really inspiring. So that's part now of the BIG structure is get up, make your bed, first B, second B, grab a book for five minutes as opposed to fill that time with the new stories that you're going to get hooked on. Then get out and walk. So belly, body, the mindfulness portion. Then we will choose, again, an idea of the day or identity but when we finish, we're going to do something a little different. It's called three by three. And so we're going to finish the podcast by taking three deep breaths right down to our toes. And then we're going to choose three things that we're grateful for. And then we're going to choose three things that we want to get done for the day, three goals for the day. So it's going to be three by three. Three breaths right down to the toes, 
three gratitudes, three goals. And what's neat about this three by three is that this is going to add to a repertoire of tools that we have at the ready for when we are managing our day. So again, if you're a longtime listener, you know we have SOS for when we're under pressure and we're, we're feeling like we make, need to make a decision or act in the moment. We have ETA, which is really helpful for those strong emotions that we're struggling with that can last a little bit longer. And then three by three is that tool that we can use when we are wanting to refocus. I find this can be really helpful when I'm on autopilot, I'm tired at 3 p.m., and I just go to the three by three. So let's do that right now as a way to finish today's episode. So as you're walking, look around, standing tall, feeling grateful, feeling your feet on the ground, feeling your hands and your arms as they swing. Feeling so lucky to be alive. And let's go to three by three. Take three breaths, mindful breaths, right down into your toes. And just feel your body as you breathe into the body. Now move to three things that you can feel grateful for. I can tell you one of mine is just to be back into season two. So excited to get into the season. What is it for you? And finally, moving to goals. What three goals of the day do you have? What are your big rocks? What do you want to really get focused on? If you can get those things done, boy. That'll make it a great day. Get that in your mind right now. Fantastic. As we are finishing, as always, please go to where you get your podcast, leave a review. Recommend this to others. Share it with friends. We want to grow a movement where people use their last 8% to transform themselves, to live more courageously without regret and create the best version of themselves. I'll finish with a great short quote by John Wooden, a famous basketball coach. He said, Make each day your masterpiece. Have a wonderful day.